This podcast is brought to you by A Copy Match. A Copy Match is a boutique matchmaking service that helps exceptional singles find meaningful connections and relationships. To learn more about our matchmaking services, online dating makeovers and takeovers, or to enroll in an upcoming group coaching intensive, go to agopymatch.com. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird, but also find me on Instagram, I'm at Matchmaker Maria. This week's episode is a hotline episode. You have questions and well, I've got answers. Let's get to it. Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? I have a question about, I guess, dating in general. I feel like I've had like the worst luck in terms of dating. Um, I have been dating for the past two years and really like trying and going on a bunch of dates and like meeting people and being vulnerable and open and honest. But I feel like like nothing is really clicking and I'm not like nothing has worked out and I feel like stuck. And also I don't really know what to do like I guess like one thing I'm doing is I'm moving back to New York I live in London now and yeah I guess I don't know I'm just curious like what you like I don't know what I'm what I could be doing differently like I feel like I've done everything to you know meet a partner and it just hasn't worked out with anyone this very general question you're right and it's hard to um tell you you know why this is happening to you without knowing more about you do you mind if I ask you a few questions about yourself sure so how long have you lived in London for two years only okay so most of that was during the pandemic yeah which sucks in its own right especially in a foreign country and with its own you know COVID protocols uh how old are you 27. 27. Where are you? Like, are you originally from New York City? No, I'm from, I grew up in Houston. Okay. Then I went to Berkeley for undergrad and then I moved to New York where I started my first job. Um, and I lived there for three years. And then you went to but London. I did, yeah. And then I moved to London, but I didn't really, I wasn't looking for anything serious when I was in New York originally. You were really then, young. Yeah. And you're still really young. And I think that if you think about, I can hear in your voice that you feel really defeated. And that's probably because you're suffering from like some sort of dating fatigue. Are you, are most of the people that you meet, are you meeting them online or do you go out and about and meet new people? I did actually meet someone um, in person recently who approached me. We had a really, really great connection. Um, The thing is we don't live in the same city. I'm well, now country, but he's in Detroit and okay. I'm in London, but I'm moving back to New York in a few months. I was really excited about him and we've been, but he did tell me that like, he's unsure about distance and he considers New York long distance, let alone London. So we chatted last week, like we FaceTimed and it went really well. And then, then I got into this pattern or I don't know, I just got my hopes up and I was like oh like I hope that we'll like continue talking to each other he expressed interest in wanting to see me in London before I move 
but I haven't heard from him since we like FaceTimed. Why is he, is he coming back to London? So he lives in Detroit. We met in New York a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. I see. So like I said, I can definitely hear that you're defeated and a lot of people feel defeated right now. It's the end of the year. There's another variant out there. Um, it seems like everyone who didn't schedule their booster in time seems to be getting COVID lately. It's just really emotionally draining right now. And Mm -hmm. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think that there's a lot of circumstances that are not working in your favor. I am really excited for you to move back to New York. Um, Mm -hmm. not because London is, um, a bad city to date. And I think it's actually a really great city to date in. I think it can just be really tough when you have certain restrictions in place, when it's, when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just about those restrictions. It's also like learning the culture of that country as they try to manage something that is uncertain, which might not, you know, fall in line with other things that maybe your friends who live in America are currently experiencing. And of course, you know, in the States, the experience differs from state to state. So what I would tell you is when are you moving to New York? End of February. Okay. So it's just around the corner. Um, a few episodes on hotline, there was a woman who was moving from Dubai to DC. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I told her you need to start making your bucket list item now, bucket list of the city that you're in and start doing, you know, start going out twice a week, if possible, doing those fun things that you get in the habit of having an active social calendar so that when you move to New York and you're at a great age, by the way, to move to New York. Okay. When Mm -hmm. you move to New York. You, you're going to keep, you know, since you have practiced your social muscle in London, the last, the next two months, it'll be mm-hmm. a very easy transition to New York to continue adding to that social muscle. So that mm-hmm. way you not only reestablish maybe the connections you had from moving in, to New York in three years ago, I imagine a lot of people that you knew three years ago, no longer live in New York. It's a very different city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is an opportunity to, you know, reestablish old networks, but re remake new networks and start meeting new people in real life. If online dating is causing you dating fatigue, you can just pause from it. You don't have, it doesn't have to be right now. The thing right now you have Eventbrite and meetup and mm-hmm. even Toastmasters uh, at your disposal to like meet people in real life and do fun things, amping mm-hmm. up your social calendar so that you can meet new people. Every single person's an opportunity, right? You could very mm-hmm. well meet someone who shares in your values in real life because you met them through a friend, but maybe that friend is also new. Like you have to start making new friends in the city you're about to come back to. Okay. Um, do you mind if I ask another question? Go ahead. What, thank you. I feel like um, another thing I struggle with is like, whenever I meet someone and we have like a, we really hit it off and like, I get excited and then it like it's like I see them one two three times but then it just like doesn't work out and I don't know how to like it's like really disappointing because it's like it keeps happening I don't know how to like get out of that pattern like or like is it me or like I don't know what it is not you Um, you feel defeated and you feel frustrated and every time you know it doesn't go past like a third date or even a fifth date it's like you feel like the wind has been knocked out of you, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is a very common feeling to have, right? It's basically, I don't know, for lack of a better word, I'm just going to call it lust drop, right? Like you start to build this lust, you start to like them, you start to imagine things, uh, you know, 
because you're opening up, you're being vulnerable. Right. And then suddenly Mm -hmm. they're not interested, or maybe you're not interested, but it's like when they're not interested in taking it further, that's when you feel like your ego gets bruised Mm -hmm. and you think to yourself, Oh my God, I just wasted so much time with someone, but that's dating. That's all of dating is. How do you like, I don't know. I don't know how to like be motivated and excited when it's like, I keep constantly getting, I guess, hurt or not hurt, but like bogged down when it doesn't work out with someone. I think it's really hard to not take it personally, but usually dating is not personal. It's not against you. It's usually the other person. Like, you know, think about a person that you went out with it. You just had no interest in seeing again. It wasn't about them. It was, you're not interested in seeing them. Mm-hmm. That business on you, not them. Right. And that's the same way around. And I don't know how to not make you feel bogged down. What's helped me when I used to feel this way is journaling and just like writing the facts down. Um, And it doesn't have to be some, you know, gilded journal or whatever, something fancy. It could just very well be your iPhone and texting yourself um, or putting it in notes. Like, here's how, here's how I dated this person. Here's how they made me feel. Here's why it ended. And then, you know, on to the next and just kind of, sometimes I feel like we, we, we roller coaster. We like kind of loop this in our brain. We keep thinking about it. It causes more anxiety because we're thinking about it. (laughs) We're dwelling Mm -hmm. in it. And I Mm -hmm. feel like for me in the past, what's happened a lot, anytime, anytime, even now, if I feel anxiety, I just write it down. So it's like on paper, it's somewhere else. It doesn't have to be in my brain. I can always look back at it. That's all. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say in terms of like, you know, how to not feel bogged down. You can always take a break from dating and just focus on right now, making friends mm-hmm. and letting those people kind of lead you to your, your person. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for calling the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, Maria. Uh, my name's Anna. And I just kind of had a general question about dating. So I just got out of like a two month seemed kind of serious, like heading in the right direction dating situation. And I'm kind of like just wanting to go out there and have fun. It was like a very by the rules relationship where like I waited for the guy to text me first and ask me out first. And like, I really tried to play by the rules and just like have him chase me. And it kind of ended up like backfiring in a way. Cause then it felt like he broke up with me out of nowhere. So like, I kind of just want something that's a little bit stress-free. So my brother-in-law set me up, set me up with someone who he works with. And we had a really fun, great date last Monday. And he doesn't live in the city that I live in. He lives like an hour outside of where I live. And we went on a great date and we're just like chit-chatting via text ever since. And he hasn't asked me out on a second date. So I'm kind of trying to like figure out, like, do guys just continue to text to like keep in touch? Or is it like, he hasn't asked me out on a second date, even though he doesn't know when he could take me out. Should I just like in my head be like, this is it. Like it's done. And don't even try to like suggest a second date. I kind of want to like think outside the box and not put like all of my thought on like my negative feelings of all these like past relationships and like rejection that I just felt onto this guy. So I'm trying to keep an open mind, but I also don't want to be rejected again. So I'm just curious what you think and like how guys, you know, play um, the game. You've used a lot of E words (laughs) that I don't necessarily agree with. Okay. Um, So stuff like, you know, uh, we went by the book. He chased me just now. You said you just used one other word just now, which was like, 
I don't even remember. Um, yeah. It was like 10 seconds ago. Anyway. And yeah. uh, it's like, what, what book, you know, like, I don't, you know, what's show me the study that right. says that exactly. men have to chase women. Right. So right. I feel like, look, you guys went on a date. If he was not into you, he would not keep talking to you. So the fact that he's talking to you, he's into you now, is he into you like to have a relationship or is he into you because he just wants to waste his time texting? I don't know. Right. And right. I don't see why you don't ask that question. Like I'd rather mm-hmm. just get the closure that I need to like move on. And if that move mm-hmm. on means going on a second date with him or moving mm-hmm. on and just being like, goodbye, this was great, but I need to, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're confusing me and I need to go on, then I would go on. So first of all, stop texting. Texting is not dating. It's just mm-hmm. texting. Even mm-hmm. in my little like date math thing that I talk about, like I've never counted texting as any part of dating. Like I will okay. 20 minute phone calls plus or zoom calls or in-person dates that is dating, but mm-hmm. texting is not dating. So mm-hmm. what you need to do is if you're going to be texting, text mm-hmm. them like, Hey, I'd like to see you during the holiday break. Do you have plans to come here or should I head on there for the second date? Mm-hmm. And okay. like, let him respond to that. And okay. if he says, I can't see in the holiday break, he, he, okay. Like it's now that you've already put it out there, he has to come up with like, either he's going to say, Hey, I'll come back again. Or, Hey, that would be great. If you visit, I'd love to take you to this favorite place. Like mm-hmm. there's no loss here on either option. Right. But if right. he says I can do either like during the holiday break and he doesn't come back with like, but I can do January. What's the first week of January, January 6th or whatever, January 7th. Right. Um, great. Like take him up on that. But if he doesn't give you that extra option, there's your answer. Like then you can mm-hmm. like, you know, you could say, okay, then I think we need to stop talking because I'm getting really confused and I don't mm-hmm. want to be confused. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I think like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to put myself out there more. And like you said, like not continue to like keep in my mind of like that play by the book, like guy has to ask out girl. Like I want to get out of that. So that actually is super helpful um, to like get that narrative here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, well, thank you. This is so unexpected and super helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Okay. So (laughs) I got out of a long-term relationship earlier this year, like live in long-term relationship. I started dating again, like later this summer. And there's two like major issues that I feel like I am struggling with at this point. Um, like after kind of being in the dating scene and being on dating apps for the last six months is that like, I would really love to like, meet some other people, like not just from dating apps. And I am struggling with that for two reasons. Number one being like my schedule. Um, I am a personal trainer and I work for myself and I work full time, which means that like, um, I am working most of the time at like six in the morning from six in the morning until nine o'clock in the morning. And then from like five o'clock in the evening until like 9 p.m. And that's sort of my schedule, um, Monday to Thursday. So it's like pretty tough to do social stuff like during the week or even like on a Sunday evening when I know that I have to get ready for like the the week ahead, which is like 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. hours. Um, so there's, there's that. And then by the time that I get to the weekend, like I'm, I'm very, very tired 
first of all. So I'm not necessarily going to be like my best self on like a Friday evening date. And that I have kind of run into that problem where I'm just sort of cranky and I'm just like, not great. Um, and then my other issue is just that like, I am very shy around men. I have no problem. I won't say that I have no problem, but I have a lot less issue like going up to a, like a strange woman that I see like on the train or on the street and being like, Hey girl, I love your shoes. Like I have, I have a lot less issue doing that. But like when it comes to men, I guess, because like, I've just gone through so much rejection and I have like so much trauma. I, I, I really struggle with like kind of being outgoing. So that's sort of what I'm working with and what I'm dealing with. I want you to know that a lot of people struggle talking to straight men. <laughs> so it's not just you. It, some people, uh, you know, some of us can feel intimidated. So it's not, it's not you, right? That's just, that's just the verb that you have, but that's okay. Um, all right. So what is your question? My question is like, how do I, how do I meet people? Number one, like kind of with the schedule that I have. um, outside of dating apps, if, if that's possible. Um, and how do I sort of negotiate and how do I work with and like work through, like, just like working up the courage to talk to people. Cause that is what I'm going to have to do at at some point. And I'm having a hard time with it. So like, what is is your, uh, where do you live? What city do you live in? I'm in New York. So, you know, what's really brilliant about New York is that there's a lot of people who have your schedule, who have nothing to do (laughs) between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., right? We have people who work in the arts. We have people who work in creative spaces. We have people that are students. Uh, You know, you, you you have people that do night shift. So there's a lot more variety in your schedule than there would be in other cities, I think, like that is available to you. So I would be curious to find out like who your friends are first. Like, do you have any friends who don't have necessarily the same job as you, but sharing the same schedule as you? Um, not, not really. Yeah, not really. It's tough. It's tough for me to see them too, for the same reason. Right. And of course, you know, on your Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, you want to spend with people that you love and that you enjoy. And I get, I totally understand like, you know, where you're coming from. The thing is that New York actually does have daytime events and things happening that happen before five, right? Like I have seen, you know, I don't know what you, you enjoy doing, but if it doesn't exist in New York, you can always create it too, right? So if you want to do like, if you want to go and create a meetup group, that's like 2 p.m. activities, 2 p.m. group activities, ages 25 to 45, you're going to get a lot of people like you who want to do fun things. It doesn't have to be 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Like people who have different jobs that want to do fun things. And the fact that I'm even saying this right now, I know that there's people right now who are listening in who are like, I would do that. I would totally hang out with someone at 11 a.m. and do something fun. And even if that is like just going out for lunch with people um, from 11 to one, and you get to meet new people this way who also share in your same schedule. Like I would try to create those opportunities for myself if they don't exist. So first head up to Eventbrite and meet up and see if something like this, what I'm describing exists like a lunch club. 
but alternatively, oh, you know, also Toastmasters, a lot of Toastmasters groups meet at lunchtime in Manhattan. I don't know if you know what that is, but that would actually kind of kill two birds with one stone. Like you were saying, like, I don't know how to be outgoing. This is like a really great place to like learn how to public speak. Um, but if, if those opportunities don't exist, make them, you know, it doesn't cost, I don't know how much it costs to create a meetup group. I don't think it costs a lot to like have your own group, but make that group where it's like, Hey, um, and if you create this, by the way, I want you, I want you to tell me so I can link this in an upcoming episode or on my Instagram. Cause I think this is a brilliant idea, but you know, activity time, 11 AM to 1 PM, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then that way it's like, Oh, now you have something to do in that break that you have between your, your work hours. Cause there's other people like you who want to date people like you who are struggling with the same issue. Yeah. Now in terms of getting more comfortable with talking to other people that does take practice. It usually helps to talk to non-strangers, of course. So if you can start making new friends, um, who can then bring their friends, I think you just, you know, it just gets more comfortable when you're hanging out with people that know other people. Right. So I think if we take this strategy, it's a lot, it'll be a lot more conducive to the goals that you have in mind. Yeah. Okay. If you create this group, you better send it to me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I think it's a brilliant idea. (laughs) I'll look into that. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you for calling the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Michelle and I have some questions regarding online dating. Um, two questions specifically. Um, the first of all, um, I just recently got back on online, like literally two days ago, um, joined Bumble. I haven't done online dating in about five years prior to that. I had done it over the course off and on of 15 years. So I've, I've done it a lot. Um, I'm single, I'm 48 years old, no kids. Um, my main question has to do with, well, two things. One, when I'm on looking at profiles and kind of scrolling through the, what I, I, I want to make sure, I guess I'm picking correctly or, or selecting with the least amount of bias, but still based on, you know, I look and see, is there somewhat of an attraction um, I'm looking at their interests. Like, do, does it look like our interests and values line up? So I'm wondering if that's kind of like a good way to go about it. And then secondly, just kind of wondering what I typically do is I'll start a conversation, you know, I've on, I'm on Bumble. So you have to like them. And if they like you back, then you can chat. Um, I'll start, you know, chatting. And if it seems like there's, you know, a decent conversation um, vibing, I, either it seems like they typically will say, would you like to talk? And I'm like, yeah, great. I I like to do a phone call first. If that feels good and it feels like we have a good rapport, do a video chat before we meet in person. So I'm wondering how kind of what your thoughts are on those two things. My thoughts on video chat or in general, FaceTime, that's actually become a very popular thing to do now, especially for people over 35. Um, In fact, I think match um one of their studies that was released a few weeks ago said something like i forget i don't don't hold me to this but i think it's something like 30 percent or 35 percent of daters are doing virtual first before meeting in person and especially over 35 and that's a pretty significant number so that's par for the course i think that's pretty normal now i think it's great actually because it's really cold outside i don't know do you live in new york you said Oh, no, I'm in Washington, D.C., so it's still pretty fine. It's cold in D.C., too. And I think, you know, if it's going to be that cold, I think you can tell a lot by someone if you talk to them even briefly on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever before heading to a date. And 
especially when it's a complete stranger. You know what I mean? Um, what was your first question? Just kind of how, like how I approach it. Like I, I, you know, it doesn't have to be the most attractive person, but I want to feel like, okay, there's some attraction there from their pictures. It looks like based on their pictures and what they list as far as like what their interests are, like, you know, that we have similar, I'm a very outdoorsy active person. Um, you know, we don't obviously have to have everything in common, but there are things that I would like for us to have in common, just kind okay. of that of kind of who, who to kind of proceed with as far as like who to actually like. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm going to just plug one of my programs right now. This is where the agape intensive would really help out in terms of like helping you like kind of filter who you should actually say, uh, you know, be more invested in, but I think you're over, you're really overthinking this. Um, you know, you have to think of online dating as just a tool to get you offline. Um, as long as you have a photo, like at least half your photos are outdoors. It's almost like a self-selection process. You should also be looking for men who also have some photos outdoors as well. Um, and if that's important to you, that should be somewhere in your profile. Like, I don't know if you're, you said you're using Bumble. I don't remember the Bumble prompts off the top of my head, but you know, you should have someone in your profile that says like, I'm the kind of, I'm the kind of person who likes to spend most of my weekends outdoors, having fun and being active and, you know, see who, see who's responding to that. See who's responding to that specifically. Like, you know, that'd be a good message bait for someone to be like, oh, you know, I like to go hiking or I enjoy fishing. And then you can also look for those act oh, well, I don't know, fishing or something, but you can also look for those kinds of activities on other people's profiles, like put it in the lens of, this is something that's really important to me and I want to share it with someone. But again, if you're also Zoom dating, like we're not talking about a really big uh, commitment here, right? You're not getting fully dressed up, putting your 100% makeup on, you're putting Zoom makeup on. And you're also not, you know, you don't have children. And I'm assuming the guys that you might be dating, they might have children, but if they're Zooming first, they're not investing in a babysitter, for the night. So we have a zero investment here to go to zoom. So I would be as open as possible. Okay, great. Yeah, no, that's good. And I actually haven't done zoom dating before. <laughs> um, and, and actually since the last time, yeah, the last time that I did online dating, it, I would do a phone call and then we meet in person. Like I didn't have an mm -hmm. Apple phone. There was no FaceTiming at that point, I think for me. So, so yeah, right. this is that's why I said, like, I don't know if it's too much to be like, I like to do a phone for me, video chatting in zoom can be a little distracting. Cause honestly, I end up looking at myself instead of the person. And so I like to do a phone call. So it's like more relaxed. And you can say that like, Hey, let's yeah. have a, it's become very normal in the pandemic to say like, Hey, let's, let's hit the phone up first. And by the way, suggest it as quickly as possible. You don't have to be talking for five texting for five hours. Like three yeah. messages in and be like, Hey, you seem pretty cool. Would you like to hop on the phone? And, you know, you could say hop on the phone, you know, in one hour or on Thursday at seven, like make a date out of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and that's what's happened. So like that. Yeah. Good. I, it's just like, I want verification. Like, am I doing yeah. this? It's been a well, while. I hope this call was validating for you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, everything you said, I'm like, yep, that's what I've been doing. So at least I'm starting off in the right. So that's great. <laughs> Awesome. Well, good luck. It's a, it's a good time to kick off online dating in a few weeks. Everyone seems to be really motivated in January. So, um, awesome. yeah. All right. Have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for calling the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi. Um, my name is Caitlin. I'm from Seattle. I just had a quick question. There's a guy, I live in a apartment building, a pretty big apartment building 
and I run into this guy maybe once a week in the elevator and he just seems like a great guy. Um, he walks his very old 12 year old Australian shepherd. Um, he seems quiet, but like, how would you suggest making a move or like asking to get coffee or something without seeming creepy? Or do you think that's too forward? I don't think that's forward at all. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, I forget, I forget which study it is, but something like 80 to 85% of men want you to ask them out. So that's actually like the odds are in your favor here. Just yeah. how sure are you that he is single? I, I mean, he walks a very old dog and I've only ever seen him walk the dog. <laughs> I'm like okay. on the lookout. Cause I mean, there's plenty of people in the building that are couples and I see both of them walking the dog. Um, but I'm wondering, like, I'm like, I've never asked a guy out before. And so should I just, I feel like I need to like make some more conversation with him before I just be like, Hey, I would love to walk with you and your dog to get coffee or something. Cause I've seen them do that. Like that idea. Okay. Oh my God. I love that idea of like offering to go walking with the dog. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Maybe next time you see him, if you are already walking, be like, Hey, can I walk with you? Your dog seems pretty cool. And I think I'd like to talk to you. Like, what is the, he's not going to say no. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my worst, the, what would the worst case scenario is that it doesn't go well. And then I just have to ride the elevator with him for as long as we live. Why would it not go well? You didn't ask him out. You just asked to walk his dog with him. That's true. Like you don't even know this person. You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So I would focus on the dog right now and be like, Hey, um, you see, you know, your dog seems pretty cool. Do you mind if I walk along with you? Okay. He's not going to say no. Yeah, that's true. Let me tell you, I walk my dog every day. I wish someone would come with me. <laughs> okay. Um, he's not going to say no. That'll be good company. And then, you know, hopefully with that, you know, towards the end of the walk, maybe halfway through the walk, you guys might stop and get a coffee somewhere or go to a dog park, yeah. like if it's going well, but you can also at least get to know him too. You don't know anything about him except that he's cute. Yeah. yeah. And he takes care of his dog. <laughs> well, that's like, that. that's a really low bar. I know. I know. Like yeah, the, the lower than that like, is just animal abuser. You know, so. I know he, the dog is like a 12 year old, like can barely walk kind of dog. I'm like this poor, I'm just, my heart breaks for the dog and him. I'm like, this is so sweet. <laughs> so you should totally ask out the dog, you know, and, and see okay. what he says. Okay, cool. He's not going to say no. I hope this gives you some courage. Thank you. No problem. Have a good night. You too. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? So I was just calling to ask, what are your thoughts on dating someone who is separated um, with the background of, I live in North Carolina, where you have to be separated for a year before you can get divorced? How long has he been separated? Like six months. How long has he how long has he lived outside of his home with his ex-wife the full six months like in in our state it doesn't count till you're like fully living apart and Um, he shared that he is like they are financially separate they are they don't speak they don't have kids together oh then i don't yeah you're fine okay (laughs) like yeah you're they don't even have kids then no no kids nothing um so have you been actually dating him or is this a person you're interested in? We've gone on. So technically three dates, I call it three dates with your rules. It could kind of be six, but I feel like they're not close enough to over like the three hours that I'll oh, call. I that. love when people don't cheat. You're awesome. 
<laughs> it doesn't have to be three hours. It has just to be minimum of 20 minutes for it to count as a date. No, no, it's definitely three. It could be six. Okay. But, you know, it's not like a lot over. It was like three hours and 30 minutes each one. So I was like, oh, uh, no, that counts as two dates. Uh, okay, well then we're at, okay, well, then we're at six. Okay, so you've done six dates. Okay. And you like him? Yeah. And he likes you? Yeah, he's very, he's very open, like with his feelings. You know, it's funny. I was saying this, I had a group coaching intensive over the weekend and one of the women was saying how she'd really like to meet a man who's already emotionally self-aware and has done all the work. And I actually told her that like the only, most of the men that I've met professionally that have done the work are usually divorced men. Yeah. I, I it's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think, I think it's great. I think six months is certainly enough. Um, it's not like you guys started dating, like as he was moving into a new place. Um, so, you know, it's, I think, I think you're doing fine. I think it's great. And I think it's okay. You're not the only state that has these really weird laws. Um, I'm sure it's actually, I just want you to prepare yourself that it could take a lot longer than you think to get divorced. It could take another year. Because they yeah. need a year to be separated before filing, but who's to say how long the docket is in Virginia? It could be another six months to get finalized. Yeah. Okay. But as long as their finances are separate and he's been living without her, I don't know. Six months sounds pretty great. Good luck. Well, thank you very much. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline episode, follow me on Instagram at Matchmaker Maria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape Intensive by visiting agapematch.com services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week.